Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So I took a week off last week from the podcast and here I am. I'm going to update you on life over here at the Hobby Farm and just life in general. And then we're going to talk about uh, something really near and dear to my heart. We're gonna, um, I'm in the middle of teaching a Bible study in my Simply Living for Him online women's community. And that Bible study is um, talking about overcoming worry. And it's based on Matthew 6, 25 through 34. And we're working on verse 33 this week. And it's all about seeking first the kingdom of God. And I want to ask you guys today, I want to pose this question to you guys. What do you seek after? What, is, what are you seeking after daily? And that might be like, huh, I never really think about that. Or you think, well, I know what I'm seeking, but we're going to really look into that today and maybe be an encouragement for you in this crazy time that we're living in. Um, before we do that, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. Their mission is to help homeschooling students and families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith through their print and digital curriculum and online classes. We have used Apologia for our entire homeschooling journey at some point for each child. And we have never been disappointed. I um, am 100% always satisfied. They have high quality stuff. They also have um, a lot of great resources you may not know about on their website. So go to Apologia.com. Whether you're just thinking about starting homeschooling, whether you've been in this a while, there is something over there for you. Stock up on your curriculum for next year. I know many people right now are thinking about homeschooling. So go check out Apologia.com. Speaking of homeschooling, I'm going to give you guys a little update on some homeschooling things. Um, If you heard my podcast a couple of weeks ago, my daughter Grace, she joined me on the podcast. That was such a delight um, to have my adult daughter, who I would consider a homeschool success story. Um, And even, even if you're not a homeschooler, I believe that the message of the podcast would just encourage you to follow God and do what he says. And um, it was just a blessing to have her talk. We had homeschooled her from kindergarten. And this past year, she went off to her first year in college. So we talked about her experience. If you're interested just in hearing about, you know, the homeschooling from a homeschooler's point of view, someone who's been homeschooled all the way from kindergarten until she went off to college, um, you can go check that out. I will link it in the show notes. Um, And that also brings me to tell you about a couple of the projects that I'm working on. I want to update you. I am in the middle of um, a book titled from uh, homeschooling from kindergarten to college building a family and not just a transcript and this book is really near and dear to my heart um, and it's completed but we're in the editing and that kind of stage next uh, I self-published my book so the publishing part to me is not enjoyable so if you want guys want to pray for me for that I absolutely love the writing part and the message that I want to share of this book and 
you know, all of that. Now we have the technical stuff to work out. So all in God's timing, my goal would be to have the book out in the fall, but I am completely surrendered to God's plan for that book. God's timing when he um, thinks it should be out there, it will be out there, but I will keep you guys updated on that. Um, I know a lot of people are thinking about homeschooling these days that haven't been because of all the things going on in the world. If you are out there and you are just thinking about it, or if you're in the middle of it and you're just like, I don't know if I could do this anymore, please reach out to me. I do homeschool consulting. This past year, I had many, many, many clients, and it was just a huge blessing to be able to walk alongside these uh, women and, and encourage them and mentor them. And I do appointments um, via Skype or Zoom or FaceTime or phone call. If you don't want to see me, that's fine. We can just do an audio call. I have clients that choose either way. Um, And it's just been a real blessing. So if you're especially like thinking about it and you want to put some kind of plan together, you want to pick my brain, you can go to my website at simplylivingforhim.com, click on the consulting button on the menu, and you can get all the information there. Also, the Simply Living for Him online women's community. Oh my goodness, what a blessing. We have 700, about 700 women right now in the community in just less than two months. It's really grown. It is completely free. We're in the middle of our second Bible study already that I'm teaching. And that's actually going to be a little springboard for the topic of this podcast today. You'll see why in a second. Um, But we do Bible studies in there. Um, There's a a whole Bible study that I did last month. It's four weeks on learning to study the Bible, really, like what kind of Bible to use, different translations, you know, how to really study the Bible. Um, You know, it sounds basic, but we had women in there that took the course that were anywhere from, you know, studying the Bible their whole life to literally never opening one up. So it's really, you know, jam-packed with information for everybody. Those Bible studies that I'm teaching are up all the time. So whether you were able to participate at the time that I was doing it or not, there's videos that go with every study and they are up in the community forever. So people can go in there anytime and go at their own pace. Right now, the Bible study I'm doing is called Overcoming Worry. It's based on Matthew 6, 25 to 34. The purpose of this Bible study too is not that I'm just there like teaching and you know, you're all listening to what I have to say. I'm going through it with you guys in hopes that I'm pointing you to Jesus so that you will dig into the word. So the videos are like a springboard for you then to go and dig in. There's worksheets that go with each lesson and, you know, for you to dig in the word. Because I really want to equip women to um, get in their word, to study the Bible for themselves and ultimately let God teach them. The community has been amazing at this time in life, right, in the world, because I don't know about you out there, but I am bone tired of the internet these days. It's weary. It's weary. It's I'm weary. <laughs> um, you know, for what I do for my ministry, a lot of my outreach takes place online. Um, and so I have to be online. And, you know, I want to be online other times too. I like to see fun things and share fun things, but there's not a lot of fun going on these days. There's a lot of arguing. And so um, the community has just been, as all the women have agreed, just like a 
refreshing place to go where we literally just talk about God and his word and what we're learning and there's no other junk, there's no other distractions. We have a daily devotional group where I put up video devotionals every single day. We have a prayer group. We have a scripture writing group. This month, we're writing out the entire book of Philippians. It has been such a blessing because the women aren't just writing out the verses. It's as they're writing, they're learning, and then they're sharing with one another what they're learning. We have a scripture memorization group. We're memorizing three Psalms this month. So it's really, there's tons of stuff in there. You can take part in whatever you want, um, as little or as much as you want, and it's all free. I really do run the whole thing just by donation because I don't want to hinder any woman out there to be equipped um, in God's Word. So I went, you know, through this in faith. I just stepped out in faith and said, the Lord will provide, and He has been. So it's been amazing. Um, But really the goal is not to keep women like huddled up online. It's really to equip women in their walk with the Lord. You know, you get the support online and you have these friendships that are being fostered and it's beautiful. But then the goal is that you're going to grow in your walk with the Lord, and that's going to be reflected out in the world. Because let's face it, right now the world needs the Lord more than ever. The Lord, the world needs the light of Christ more than ever. And so my goal is that women are going to grow in the Lord, and then they're going to reflect that into a dark world that needs it. So it's not to keep you huddled up online and to hoard the gospel for yourself, but it's to equip you to get offline, out into your real life, in your home, your community, and beyond, to share the hope of Christ, because that's really, really what the world needs right now. Actually, there's a group in the community specifically for the Great Commission for sharing ideas of reaching out in the world. So come on over to the community is at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. You can just check it out, see if it's something that you'd like to be a part of. Again, it's free. It's not just free like for a little while. It's always free. The Bible studies every month, um, you know, different Bible studies, different writing, memorization, all that stuff. Um, And so, as I said, we're doing a Bible study in there right now on um, overcoming worry. And I wanted to talk about a little bit of the one of the points that I was learning this week in my Bible study, which what are we seeking? Again, before I, I get into that, I wanted to update you on the farm real quick. Because I know at the top of this, I always say life out here on our hobby farm and how we keep it simple in our homeschool. Um, so I want to update you because it's been really wonderful during this pandemic to be quarantined on our little hobby farm, I must say. I've really gotten back. I did a podcast about this a while back. I've really gotten back to the basics and gotten back to enjoying homemaking again and enjoying, you know, just without all the distractions. Like I really feel like um, I've been able to focus on the home and the family and, you know, the things that really matter most. And so it's been wonderful because... I keep saying every day, like, if we have to be stuck at home, what a place to be, right? So I know we're very blessed in that. But I do have some updates on hobby farming. We have our garden growing. It's not as big as previous years, but it's 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 okay. And um, it's, it's coming along. And I've been sharing on Instagram little bits and pieces of um, hobby farm life these days. We've got some new animals around here. We got you have to go to Instagram to see Peaches and Puddles, our new ducks. Peaches and Puddles are the cutest little couple I've ever seen. So we have a boy and a girl um, duck. They're just adorable. They are so sweet and they just bring joy 
to my life, you know? When I'm like, okay, I've had enough of Facebook, I'm going to go hang out with Peaches and Puddles. So if you go to Instagram, I try to share about Peaches and Puddles. I'm trying to get Farmer Boy. My Farmer Boy is my um, 11-year-old who really is in charge of all the animals. Um, I'm trying to get him. He doesn't want any part of it. I want him to make an Instagram for Peaches and Puddles. (laughs) They're just that cute. But then I'm like, no, then we'd need one for Thelma and Louise the goat. So, you know, we did have a Love Farm Instagram. I would like him to kind of take it over and share little bits of the hobby farm. But he, he's so funny. You guys are going to laugh at this. All right, let's talk about the simple life. He despises technology. He's 11 years old and he's like, I want to be an old man who doesn't know how to use a phone. Like he aspires to be that old man who doesn't know how to use a phone. He doesn't like tech. He, I, I will be honest with you, he's not uh, well versed in the computer. That's my fault because he doesn't want to be. And I, ha- I keep saying, oh my goodness, like you're going into sixth grade. I really need, I mean, sixth graders these days, right? You're, everything's on the computer. He knows basically how to use one, but he's not uh, into technology. It's hysterical. He's like, no, I, I don't want any of that stuff. He's like, I want to be an old man with a radio, a, a wall phone. <laughs> so anyway, I keep telling him, but people want to see your animals. It would be fun to have, you know. Anyway, he's not into that stuff, which I know is a good thing. But isn't that wonderful? Isn't that refreshing Like to, to hear that Like in the simple life? Just today, we had the vet out here to check on Thelma and Louise, the goats. And it was so wonderful to hear that the vet said he's doing a great job taking care of the goats and being responsible for them. And the goats are healthy and the goats are looking well. And I was just so thankful. Um, so we got Peaches and Puddles, the new ducks. Of course, we have Thelma and Louise. Um, even the vet, I, I see I'm biased because I'm always like, they're the cutest goats. They're such lovely goats. They're, they really bring me joy. They are so funny and so incredibly sweet. Everybody says goats are a handful. Our goats are just like so docile and sweet and Oh, I just love them. And even the vet remarked that. So I may be biased, but I'm like, see, the vet said so too, um, and then we have, okay, so then we got six new guineas. Now, if you know what guinea fowl are, they are hysterical little critters. They're more of a wild bird, and their job will be when they're older to really just walk the property every day, eating ticks and bugs and pests and keeping the hawks away, Lord willing. I mean, we used to have guineas, and unfortunately, they're very loud to keep, you know, like um, predators away. They're like a guard dog almost. They'll start being real loud when the hawks are coming. But unfortunately, we lost most of our guineas to predators when we had them last time. But anyway, we're trying again. Um, They will protect our animals. They will uh, mostly eat ticks. And honestly, they just provide humor. (laughs) When we used to have these guineas, they walk the property. They're super loud. Um, They're... They're just a delight. So anyway, we've got those. Um, They're not quite big enough to allow to roam the property yet. They're still growing. And then we also got 12 new chickens. So Farmer Boy is busy. He's raising the chickens in the garage. He's got the guineas out in their coop, but they were in the garage. He's got the ducks in their coop. And, you know, then we still have our six old lady chickens. They're five years old almost. 
Um, and so we still have them. And then, of course, Thelma and Louise. And yes, Farmer Boy, the 11-year-old, Ethan, he takes care of them every single day. It's just amazing. So if you are looking to get your kids, you know, just back to simple and to enjoy the simple things and not the technology and not all that stuff, I mean, get them some animals. Like, honestly, living out here has been such a blessing for Ethan. He doesn't desire any of that tech i will admit he does play video games with his brothers at night they have like a little hour or two that they'll play video games but that's it he doesn't desire social media or phones or anything like that okay so let's talk about what are we seeking these days i've been thinking about this a lot um i have so much i could say today in my quest to live simply i feel like god has really opened my eyes to so much you know we're not on such a lockdown as much now as we were before, um, over here in New Jersey, we were really hit hard. And now our numbers are actually doing better. So we're, <laughs> for the first time, able to go do stuff. Um, but I've learned so much during this time. It's just been amazing. And I've podcasted about it. If you haven't heard some of the episodes, you might want to go back in the archives and check those out. Um, but this week, I'm, I'm doing a Bible study in our online community about worry and about what are we seeking. And any of you know that Matthew 6.33 has been my life verse, my homeschool verse, my family verse forever. Um, and it comes at the tail end of this passage about not worrying. So, you know, I'm going to be talking this week in our Bible study, and, you know, bringing home this whole passage. Jesus, I'm not going to go through the whole passage here, but if you're interested and you want to learn about that passage and not worrying, please go join the community just for that Bible study if you'd like and check it out. Um, but, you know, Jesus, he gives all the reasons why we shouldn't worry. And then he just kind of wraps it all up at the end in verse uh, 33. And he says to seek first uh, the kingdom of God and all of these things will be given to you. Um, and right before this, he actually makes a statement where he says, you know, why do you worry about what you eat and drink and wear? He's talking about physical things like why are you worrying about those things? And he says, even the pagans or the Gentiles seek after those things. So I, I find it interesting that he uses that same word. You know, he kind of compares and contrasts the world versus um, us as believers and what are we seeking. And he's mentioning how the pagans and the Gentiles, they seek after those things when your heavenly father knows what you need. And so it's really comparing the spiritual with the earthly. And right now in our world, it's like a war between the spiritual and the earthly, really, because so many people are so caught up in what's going on in the earthly stuff. And, you know, Christians and non-Christians alike, everybody is consumed with what is going on on earth. And, you know, of course, we should be concerned and have care. So when Jesus says, don't worry in this passage, he's not saying don't care. Um, he's saying don't worry. So there's a huge difference. Worry can like paralyze you and care and concern can put you into action. But when he brings it all home at the end here, he's... It's almost like, you know, all of the physical earthly things are just such a distraction. And those are the things that the pagans and the Gentiles go after. Why? Because they don't know their heavenly father. And our heavenly father, God provides all that we need. This is really important to understand when, we, when it says that seek first the kingdom of God and all of these things will be given to you. We have to understand 
Our life is not about our wants being met. It's about our needs being met. And God knows the exact amount of time that we will have on this earth. And no amount of worrying is going to change that. We see that in the passage as well. Um, But, you know, he says we are to seek first the kingdom of God. So everything we do should be an outflow of that. And right now it's like, I feel like so many people are forgetting that. Everybody is so focused. I mean, there's many. I'm not just talking about the pandemic. Of course, that's in there. But there's many different things going on in our culture right now that I would say we are just like consumed with, you know, various different headlines, various different issues. And this podcast is not going to even address those issues individually per se at all. This is just as a whole. I want you to think about today from your day-to-day life. What are you seeking? There's one version, the New Living Translation, which I don't use often, but one of the New Living Translations actually translates this verse to say, make the kingdom of God your primary concern. And so when you look at the world right now, for many of us, I don't think our lives are reflecting the kingdom of God being our primary concern. Our primary concern is really all those different things going on in the headlines these days. And we need to be seeking after the kingdom of God. And it's a fundamental choice that every single one of us will make every single day. Like, are we going to seek after the things of this world? Or are we going to seek after the kingdom of God? Are we going to make our primary concern the things of this world? Or our primary concern, the things of God. And I feel like we're getting so wrapped up in the earthly. In the name of God, we're saying we're wrapped up in these things. But really, we're really just wrapped up in the earthly. For, you know, like we're, we're forgetting that our time on this earth is short. It can end tomorrow. It can end next year. It can end 50 years from now. We don't know. We only know what we know right now. So in every moment of every day, you should be seeking first God and his will and his righteousness and living for him. You know, that's where this whole simply living for him comes from, right? Getting rid of all the distractions, keeping your life simple so that you can live for him first, so that he becomes your primary concern. The primary concern should be for the kingdom. And I've talked about it a lot this week on Instagram and in my devotionals, but I'm afraid that even Christians these days are so caught up in the causes of this world. We're not caught up in the cause of Christ. The hard truth is, and the the worst thing going on right now beyond every headline out there is that people are living and dying without the hope of Christ. There are people right now today that are walking around that don't know the hope of Christ, and there are people today that are going to die without that. That should be our primary concern. And when that is our primary concern, it is reflected then in every other thing we do, in every choice we make, in every cause we take up, in our attitude, our behaviors, in everything. And that would also include how we behave on the internet, how we behave with others in real life or otherwise. There's an awful lot of division going on these days. 
And the Bible is all about us multiplying. We are to go and make disciples. We are to go and multiply. To make the kingdom of God our primary concern. To go, to share the hope of Christ. To multiply disciples. And yet Christians included are dividing everywhere. You know, I know there's a lot of emotions. I know there's a lot of anger. I know there's a lot of things going on. But if we truly trust that God is going to provide for all of our earthly needs, and we are to make the kingdom of God our primary concern, our attitude needs to reflect that. We can be, we can have opinions. We can feel emotions about things. But our whole perspective When we look at it through, the kingdom of God is our primary concern. This earth, while we're suffering here, and while it's hard, and while we feel like things are being, you know, we're losing freedom or whatever it is, this earth is not our ultimate home. We're fighting for our earth more than we're fighting for the kingdom of God, more than we're fighting for souls. We're fighting for our comforts here more than we're fighting for the souls that are living and dying every day without Christ. Can you imagine, Christians, what we would do, the power that would be unleashed in us if we had as much passion for the kingdom of God that we do for the cause of the day? It just, I want everybody to take a step back and think about that. You know, like I said, we're all like, victim of this. We all fall into this, myself included, you know? You read the headlines, you start to get like wrapped up and you start to get consumed and you worry or you fear or you argue or whatever it is. I mean, I'm not on one side of any of the stuff that's going on. I'll be honest with you guys right now. Whether it comes to all the different headlines, I'm not even going to name them because you know what they are. I don't really have a side I don't really pick and choose a side and I'm holding fast to this side because I'm fighting for the cause of Christ. I follow God. I don't follow the headlines. I'm not picking and choosing sides. My side is God and making the kingdom of God my primary concern and and seeking his righteousness, living so that I can reflect his light in a world that needs Jesus. There's lack of humility these days. So what is the kingdom of God? What does a a disciple look like? We're humble. We're peacemakers. We display the fruits of the spirit, right? A believer will display the fruits of the spirit. So while you can have emotions and be angry about things going on, if you're not displaying the fruits of the spirit to a watching world, no one's going to see Jesus, right? How do we go and make him known to a world if we're acting just like it? So I just, I want to encourage you guys in that today to be very careful after what you're seeking. Are you seeking the comforts of this earth or are you looking forward to the eternal glory? And when we know that there is more to come and that this earth was never promised to be comfortable, we were never promised to have no persecution. We were never promised to have it easy. So how do we behave in those circumstances? This is what we've been dealt with. How do we look different and show Jesus to the world? Because right now we're just showing our emotions. We're just showing our anger. We're dividing rather than multiplying. So think about what you're seeking after today. 
Are you seeking after the things of the flesh or the things of the spirit? You know, Romans 8, 5 says, those who have their minds set on the flesh will live by the flesh. Those who have their minds set on the spirit will live by the spirit. So I want to encourage you today, go check out the Simply Living for Him online community if you want to know more about these verses that we're studying. But really, get in your word. Ask the Lord to help you to seek Him above everything else. Help, ask Him to help you to seek Him before you open up Facebook, before you read the latest headline. And then when you do approach Facebook or the headline or the news on TV or people in your community, then you will be able to approach them in the proper perspective because you are seeking first the kingdom of God. So that's a little bit of encouragement today. I know that it's a hard world out there right now, and I just want to point you to Jesus to stay focused on him. So I hope that encouraged you. If it did, share it with others. Let me know what you think. Comment wherever you're listening to this or send me an email. I'd love to continue the discussion. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.